It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. You may fear that setting boundaries is a harsh thing to do, perhaps an unloving thing to do. But remember, it is a loving thing. You can be strong and loving and respectful at the same time as drawing boundaries. Hey, this is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So if you haven't done so, hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. All right, you ready to get your brave on? Let's do this. Don Damon, Braveheart Mentor, coming at you again today. We're talking about boundaries. And I've heard from many of you and you said, boy, does this resonate with me. I need to learn how to set good, healthy boundaries. But I've always been nervous that maybe it's harsh or unloving, or maybe I'm not very good at enforcing boundaries. I feel kind of weak and I end up getting pushed into things that I don't want to do. Well, that's a common problem. A lot of women have trouble standing their ground. But I want you to know that it's really about respecting yourself. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's another common problem. A lot of us women have a hard time respecting ourselves. We feel like we're not worthy of it or we're beaten down or we lack the confidence to open our mouth and use our voice. But inside, we feel it. We feel that struggle. We get uncomfortable. We know that we're feeling some anxiety and some stress and some anger and we feel like we're ready just to explode. We could avoid all that potentially if we would set some boundaries for ourselves. So I want to give you a few things as today we're going to talk about how to set good, healthy boundaries if you've never done it before. And remember, some of the principles behind boundaries, you teach people how to treat you by how you treat yourself. And so you have to honor yourself and respect yourself. You have to honor your needs. You know yourself, or at least you need to. We're going to talk about that. But you have to be in touch with what works for you and what is a violation for you and what makes you feel some kind of way fearful or anxious or uncomfortable or nervous. Those uncomfortable feelings, you've got to teach people how to treat you. And you do that through boundaries. And another principle, just to remember that, you know what, it doesn't matter what people think about you. And I know we say that, but many of us, if you are a outgoing extrovert, we used to call it the sanguine or the intuitive on the DISC survey or a number three on the Enneagram, 
you're people people and you want the favorable opinion of others and it affects you and you worry about what people think and you want them to like you and you want to feel needed by them. But listen, you've got to be willing to disregard the opinions of other people because they're exactly that, opinions. They don't know and they're not the boss of you up in here. You've got a few intimate relationships that are very important to you, your spouse, your family, your children, and hopefully you're communicating well with them. But if you are setting boundaries with other people outside of that circle and that circle, that it's a little bit of a different guideline for them. But with other people, I don't care what you think. This is the boundary. With family, we want to talk about it. We want to make sure you understand it. We want to be sure that we're clear and it feels fair for everybody. But if you disrespect yourself, you're going to allow other people to push you around and they're not going to respect you. You know, we know that, right? Weakness is never respected. And we think, oh, I'm being loving and I'm sacrificing and I'm going to get everybody's love and approval. No, you're not. No, you're not. They're going to think less of you, that you don't have an identity. You're not strong. You let people walk all over you, including them. So it's not selfish when you draw boundaries. It is self-care, and I'd like to draw that distinction because you are to love yourself, not ignore yourself, love others, yes, but that doesn't mean don't love you. It means you're as valuable as everyone else. And so when you respect yourself, you demonstrate to the world, I am a worthy person who is deserving of respect. And so all people are, all of God's creation is but you understand the principle there. So make sure that you really take care of yourself. So a few steps on how to set boundaries. Here we go. You ready? Number one, understand your needs and your limits. So you can't set good boundaries if you don't know yourself. Let me ask you that. What are your physical and emotional? What are your mental and spiritual limits? Because you've got to discover what can I live with and what can I absolutely not tolerate? What do I find acceptable and what is unacceptable? And where's the gray areas? What causes you anxiety or uncomfortability, as we say? What stresses you out? Do you know? Do you know yourself? Do you understand what causes negative feelings and negative reactions in you? If you're a woman of trauma and you're overcoming trauma, do you understand what your triggers are? And women that are coming out of trauma all the more have to set these boundaries because you don't want to be a landmine and just take people by surprise and just all of a sudden going off. So you really need to understand yourself and your own limits and what makes you tick. And I shouldn't use that word uh, in the same sentence as a ticking time bomb, but (laughs) you know, what makes you, what would make your bomb go off? You've got to understand that because Whatever causes these negative feelings to begin to rise up or you see some reactions, you just found your boundary line. That's the line. And so let's back it up a little bit because when you get to that point, you've gone too far. Here's my boundary. Here's what I can accept and here's what I can't. But you have to start by understanding your needs and your limits. And then number two, when setting boundaries, clearly communicate the boundary to whoever it applies to. 
Not everybody in your life needs you to articulate and, you know, demand this boundary because you have some healthy relationships and those healthy relationships, they don't even get close to that boundary. And so it doesn't have to be a long dialogue. It's already understood. It's very clear cut. It's a very mutual relationship with giving and taking. It's reciprocal. So maybe those boundaries don't have to be clearly identified or spelled out because you're with a healthy individual. But then there are other people They're different from you. They think differently. They may even have personality disorders, but you're in a circle that you have to interface with them. Maybe they have differences of faith or politics or cultural backgrounds, and then you have to be more direct about your boundaries. Maybe you've got situations with blended families or ex spouses, or maybe you have ex-mother-in-laws, or you're trying to jump through hoops to manage children. So those need very clear, direct boundaries. So you must communicate and articulate the boundary so that everyone understands what's being accepted or what's being expected, I should say. And romantic relationships are like that as well. Those romantic relationships, especially at the onset of those relationships, need very clear boundaries as well. Where will I go? What will I do? How will this work? Who will we tell? All of those things initially, very clear boundaries and clearly communicated, right? So number three, when it makes sense, ask for a commitment from those that you're placing the boundaries with. In other words, we could say, are we clear on this? Does that feel right? And uh, do you you understand where I'm coming from? Does that seem acceptable to you? And are you willing, whether you, you understand it or not, are you willing to agree and abide by this boundary? Some people will tell you straight up, no, I'm not. And at that point, if someone says, no, I'm not willing to abide by this boundary, You've already been put to the corner. You're already been putting, you're already being put to the test and you have to show them right there in that moment what you're going to do. So be prepared before you have the conversation, what the consequence is and what you're willing to do. Because at that point, if someone says to you, I am not willing to abide by this boundary, your next statement most likely will be, then our relationship will be extremely affected by that. And I'll have to decide if it's even something I can continue to do and have a relationship with you. We might be at the end of the road. So number four, understand the consequences. When you draw a boundary, don't draw a boundary without your foreknowledge, knowing as you go into it exactly what the consequence will be if the boundary is violated. What's going to happen? When will it happen? For how long will it happen? And then what? If you see that your boundary is being disregarded again or ignored or tried, once again, you're being tested, what will you do? And that's assuming, number five, that you are following through, that you do understand the consequence and now you're following through because actions speak louder than words, right? So you got to stick to your guns. You've got to follow through. And I'll be honest, in times that I've done boundaries and then somebody broke them and it was painful for me to have to lower the boom. It was painful for me to have to follow through with that consequence. And so 
I can remember, you know, just screaming in my pillow or just being so frustrated and so at times so afraid because I I had a weak disposition initially when it came to boundaries because I am one of those people who love people and I I am I have scored as a three on the Enneagram which is the performer who loves people and wants everybody to be happy with them and I want you all to like me but there's another part of me which is the conflicting part of my personality that says but oh well you know I want you to but if you don't I I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep I am going to lose one night but that's my limit. I'll lose one night of sleep over it and I might shed a few tears, but then I got to get up and get going again because you know what? I got too much to do to think that the whole world is going to like me or love me. Sometimes I feel like I've got this heart that I don't have a lot of ill will towards people. I'm not wired that way. I don't hold grudges. I don't I forgive very easily, maybe sometimes too quickly. I'm that's just not I have issues. It just those aren't them. And so I want to have unity and everybody get along and everybody kumbaya. I want that. And when it doesn't happen, holding people's feet to the fire is not my favorite thing to do. But it is a skill and I have learned how to do it. I have to do it. And so I will follow through. How about you? Can you stick to your guns? You have to. And so if you're struggling with maintaining these boundaries, I want you to think about it like this. You might think it's rude. If you if you have a struggle maintaining boundaries, there could be some reasons. One is, yeah, you think it's rude. You think it's selfish or you think it's harsh. And you might subconsciously believe that taking care of yourself makes you a bad person or making yourself as a priority or setting this boundary makes you mean and unlikable. And if that's the case, then you are susceptible to the guilt and manipulation from others. They may try to manipulate you out of it or guilt you out of it, blackmail you out of it emotionally. Be prepared. That's why you need to remember you don't have to be liked by everybody. Not everybody has to be happy with you. And that's hard to understand. The second reason why you struggle with maintaining boundaries or even setting boundaries is that you fear rejection. You know, you worry about what other people think of you. You worry about what they might say behind your back. You might need their approval to feel your value or it's important to you to have their approval. You might be in a situation where it would be dangerous for me not to have their approval. I would like you to reassess the health of that relationship if that's the case, even if it's your workplace or a boss. I don't think that it's God's purpose for you to be intimidated, blackmailed emotionally, or put in a place where you have to compromise who you are on a regular basis. The next reason why you might be struggling is uh, maybe you do fear conflict. You're conflict avoidant. You don't feel prepared with good skills or good communication techniques in order to bring peace and tranquility or to keep something safe for you. And, and you're afraid that you will be in a position where I'm, some people say I'm not good with my words and I'm a processor and I don't come up with stuff fast enough. And so I just want to avoid conflict. And so I'm willing to, I'm willing to put myself last. I'm willing to betray me. I'm willing to 
be in a situation where I don't feel safe or I feel uncomfortable so that they can get away with misbehaving. Yeah, no, that's not a solution. It has no long-term sustainability. So it's okay, you're still learning. If you're struggling with boundaries, it might be that you're still learning the skill. You're still honing and you're still practicing. So start small. Like any new skill, start communicating your boundaries in in small ways with small consequences and, you know, practice, practice doing it. You will get better at this skill like anything else. And it does take courage and it might need, you might need support. And that's my last point that I want to share with you today. If you're having a hard time with boundaries, get some guidance, get some support, whether that's a pastor or a counselor, a coach, a good friend, someone you can trust, someone who maybe is outside of the situation so they can be very objective and get some support in holding yourself to the boundaries. That's what I do with many of my clients, help them live a fierce, full and free life. And we get brave so we can make healthy transitions so we can live our vision. So if I can serve you in any way, I'm happy to do that. You can reach me at dawndamon.com or my website. That's one website. My other website, braveheartedwoman.com. And you might need a little boost in your confidence. And so if you do, please visit me there. I've got a free gift I want to give you. So again, that's braveheartedwoman.com. And there you can click on the link and get your free download. So I hope that you will start today to analyze where in my life might I need to draw a boundary. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be good to these people. I'm trying to be fair. But if I think about it, I'm unhappy, I'm struggling, I have a sense of anxiety and stress, and maybe I need to open up my mouth and articulate a boundary. Will you do it? Be good to you. This time, it's your time. Take care of you and say yes to you. Once again, I hope that you'll visit me. And hey, do this if you will. If this is adding value to your life, this podcast, even this episode, please share it post it on your Facebook, or go to Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. Take a moment and review it, like it, follow me so you never miss an episode, but it also helps me get the word out that we have messaging for brave-hearted women facing midlife transitions. And listen, we are nowhere near done. We're just figuring out how to get comfortable in our own skin, and we like our skin, and we want to share it with others. So I want you to do that so we can keep coming to you. All right, everybody, that's what I've got for you today. This is Dawn Damon, your Braveheart Mentor, saying, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.